Hey guys, it's the Fasala Boys bringing you the Dynamite Sports Podcast on a Friday. I, uh, I think Noah has some things to say about basketball to start us off. my predictions for the East to start and the playoffs. For the East, I am predicting that Milwaukee and Orlando, Milwaukee will win the series 4-3. to three. Wow, a seven-game series. You really think Milwaukee's not going to put Orlando away in four games? Well, um, Giannis is not... I, I don't know if he's going to play all of those games, so... They only suspended him for one game, though. I, I I just don't see anybody on Orlando that can guard him. He takes one steps and spins at the one step spins at the three point line and dunks. Then you just there's nothing you can do. I I have to support Noah. The Milwaukee Bucks don't really have anybody else besides Giannis. Eric Bledsoe, God. Chris Middleton. He's kind of like an all star. Now for Toronto versus the Nets. I'm saying Toronto goes four and two. Okay, I can I can live with that. I can live with that too. Boston versus Philadelphia. I think that it goes through a seven game series. Boston wins against Philadelphia in the last game four to three. I agree because I just, Joel Embiid is kind of alone with Ben Simmons riding the bench with an injury. I don't agree because the seventy sixers were better than the Boston Celtics in the bubble. Yeah, but Ben Simmons is hurt now, and he's not playing. Now, for the final game, I, for the final series, I go Miami versus in the Pacers. Miami wins the series 4-1. to one. I, yeah, I, well, I disagree with that. I think it'll go to at least six games. Uh, it's going to be interesting, though, because of the T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler uh, fiasco, because they kind of almost fought two games ago. I, I totally agree. Also, T.J. Warren has been a beast in the bubble. Also, Noah, do you have your prediction in the West? Yes. My prediction for the eight seed in the West is Portland. Um, it was Memphis until Portland just took the lead, and Portland has been looking um, unstoppable in the bubble. Damian Lillard with 112 points in the last two games. Okay, now I'm going to go over to the West. For the first series, it's L.A. versus Portland. It's going to go to seven games, in my opinion. Portland is going to win the series over L.A. Whoa! L.A. is the one Whoa. seed! L.A. is the one seed with LeBron James. LeBron James is going to get eliminated in the first round by Portland? No. No. I disagree with that very strongly. Continue. Um, now, the Clippers versus Dallas. I think that it's going to go 4-2. Um, to two. Um, with the Clippers winning. I agree. I agree. I don't think Doncic can score on the claw. The claw. <laughs> um, now it's Utah versus Denver. I'm going to go Utah wins the series 4-2. to two. Wait, is that the Utah Jazz? Yes. yes. You're, uh, <sighs> you're kind of forgetting about uh, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Ugh. The reason we also the, shut down. The only reason why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're going to go Houston versus OKC. 
I'm gonna go with Houston in in seven games. Yes. Yeah. Paul did not exactly leave on the best of terms. No. And Russell Westbrook did not exactly leave on the best of terms in in Oklahoma City. That's true. All right, I think I might have some NFL predictions. Surprisingly enough, already. <laughs> Season doesn't start for another two weeks. So, here are my playoff predictions. For the one seed in the NFC, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You uh, you probably heard all offseason how they're going to win the Super Bowl, and, you know, they are. Uh, because they had arguably the most potent offense last year in the entire NFC, with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both catching for 1,000 yards. They also had Jameis Winston, though, and that's why they didn't make the playoffs, because he threw 30 interceptions, which is an amazing stat, and he's also still has a job. It's amazing to me. Uh, so they add Tom Brady, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, and Rob Gronkowski, mm-hmm. a first ballot Hall of Fame tight end. This season could put um, half of, like, it could put Mike Evans into the Hall of Fame just because, well, one, he's had four a thousand yard receiving years. Six. Well, six. six. Sorry. Yeah. Six. six. The fastest start to any career. Six one thousand yard seasons in a row. And now he's. I he think that's Tom more Brady. than Randy Moss. Now he has Tom. He Brady. might go two thousand yard receiving year this year with Tom Brady. I don't know about uh, that 2, because there's also Chris Godwin. Godwin. Yeah. He's so. also going to gonna catch a thousand. So. Same with Gronk. So. No, he's not, not going to catch a thousand. He's kind 800. Mm, I would say seven hundred. Okay. Okay. So the two seed in the NFC, Seattle Seahawks have Russell Wilson, one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the entire NFC. I, I, I can agree with that, but I don't agree with the Seahawks having the number two seed. I think it's the 49ers. Bold prediction, and uh, Tyler Lockett was kind of underrated as well. DK Metcalf is going into his second year, being and he started last year kind of being injured and he still did pretty well he's he's absolutely body yeah he's giant a beast <laughs> and a rejuvenated secondary that added jamal adams i say he plays like weapon x weapon x brian Dawkins. oh okay that sounds that sounds about right actually mm-hmm. all right my three seed in the nfc is the green bay packers I think that Jordan Love is a big motivation for Aaron Rodgers, and I think we might see him put up MVP numbers this season. I it's, agree. I mean, he already has an MVP, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a Super Bowl. It's not, yeah, it's not so crazy to see him in a three seed at his age when, you know, he's, he's a, kind of fighting for his job. Also, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes, definitely. All right, my four seed... Is the Philadelphia Eagles. You are just watching the 49ers fall, aren't you? You are not happy about this. I am not happy about this. All right. The 49ers went to a Super Bowl. But did you see the Rams last year? That's true. You remember when Carson Wentz was healthy, correct? And he led his team to the playoffs. They went like 11-5. and 
And then and Nick Foles hurt. goes to the Super Bowl and right. wins. He's healthy again to start the season. He's, he's the only time he's been healthy to start the season, they went eleven and five and won a Super Bowl. Okay. What does that tell you? I mean I guess. <laughs> Alright, my five seed is New Orleans. San Francisco falls another spot. New Orleans. They have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees. And Latavius Murray, the best backup in the entire league. My sixth seed is San Francisco. They finally make the playoffs I disagree. Again. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles should be the sixth seed. You want to switch? This? You want to swap the fourth and sixth? Yeah. Denied. It's not possible <laughs> because all 49ers in the Philadelphia Eagles division. No. The Sad. Philadelphia Eagles have a pretty easy division this year. So the second year in Nick Bosa's career is terrifying enough that they make a wild card this year. In my seventh seed, this is going to be a big surprise for you guys. The New York Giants. They added a t- the, one of the top offensive linemen in the draft, Jedrick Wills, who is okay. kind of humongous. <laughs> and they are going to put him in front of a healthy Saquon Barkley, who is one of the best running backs in the league. And he's healthy again to start the season. And it's Daniel, Daniel Jones' second year? Is that all that's correct, right? How do they not make the playoffs? <laughs> Saquon Barkley make... might go a thousand, a thousand this year. They're they the Vikings. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins. Okay, fine. fine. Yeah, exactly. Adam. They, they got Adam Thielen. They have Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook. But all right, now to the AFC. My one seed is the Baltimore Ravens. Noah's leaving. Noah is leaving. Oh, he just dropped his chair and he's leaving the room. He's gone. <laughs> Yeah, I I, right, that's I would fine. do that if I was a Chief fan. Lamar Jackson improves in the clutch, and they added the fr- the friendly giant Calais Campbell. Um, one of the best defensive tackles in the league, I guess. They might add Antonio Brown. Also, the Seahawks might, and that would be very very terrifying. It might be enough to knock Tampa Bay out of the one seed for me. Who knows? Even though I'm a Bucks fan. Okay, so. The two seed for me is Kansas City, and Patrick Mahomes is paid half a billion dollars for a very good reason. Oh, Noah's returned. He missed my Kansas City. All right, so my three seed, the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry, my boy. My reasoning is Derrick Henry finally learns how to catch a football. (laughs) (laughs) They got Ryan Tannehill. That's that's all he's missing. They got Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he's That's kind of a minus. He threw like seven times in a game one time. That's but like, he that's was it. comeback player of the year last year. That's fair. He's also being. They also re-signed him this year, so that's good. Anything else, guys, on the Tennessee Titans? Okay, cool. Moving on to the four seed, I have Buffalo winning that fourth seeding playoff spot. Sorry, I say I'm not sure. Nobody was talking to you. That's all I gotta Josh say. Josh Allen. Gets the best receiver he's ever thrown to in his entire career in Stephon. So my five seed is the Denver Broncos, which is surprising, I guess, for some people. But Drew Block, Drew Lock played in really, really well in his two games last year. He's coming into the season healthy. Coming into the season healthy. And also they drafted Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. And, and also they, are not they yeah, there you go. Um, I'm gonna disagree with this, and I'm gonna say the Raiders. They, 
They have Derek Carr. No, no, they don't have Derek Carr. I don't they even still know. Have Derek Marcus Mariota. They have Marcus Mariota oh. as a backup. They have Mariota, and then um, they have Mr. Henry Ruggs. Okay. And Marcus um, Mariota has been pretty disappointing though. That's Jacobs, true. he's he's not. Josh a Jacobs is been he's been good. He's been not bad, not bad at all. All right, and my sixth seed is Pittsburgh. I think James I think Conner has another bounce back season. Mm-hmm. And Roethlisberger has a few more good years. It's enough for them to make a wild card. Yeah, and then seven, you you can't you can't disagree with this. New England has to make the playoffs. Man, you are the good. One. New England, uh, that was my seventh seed. Man, you took away my thunder. Cam Newton. Bill Cam Belichick Newton. with Cam Newton. You have to be dumb to leave the Patriots out any year with Bill Belichick. But this year he has Cam Newton, so you have no choice but to put them in. Okay, now I'm going to do my Power 5 for our three favorite sports. Baseball, football, and basketball. Okay, so I'm going to start with baseball. I'm going to go number 5, Tampa Bay. Really? Okay. That's kind of high for them. Even though I'm a Rays fan, I, I still think that's a little bit high. They're at least in the top ten. Though. They kind of did almost sweep the Red Sox this weekend, so I that's good. I think they're, they're on a streak. Week. They are on a win streak, but I they've think... also lost Yanni Chirinos and Charlie Morton to the injury injuries list. right now. Also, ten days. Kittredge. Andrew Kittredge yes, too. Andrew right. Kittredge. Dang. Um. Anyway, the Rockies is next. Okay, I they're... think they might be a little bit higher because I think Charlie Brack- Blackman is still hitting five hundred after. Three weeks in the season, and Nolan Arenado is still really good. I keep on forgetting about the Rockies when I when yeah, I me think too. Of favorite uh-huh. um best teams. Yeah. Then it's the Yankees at number three. Ooh, wow, that's really low. Aaron Judge with five home runs through eight games or something like that. Um. Yeah. Five, <laughs> yeah. Aaron um, Judge is just too good. I mean, even though like, he's hurt right now, he's still too good. Um, and then it's Oakland. The Oakland Who's? A's. A's. Sorry. <laughs> They're... They've been good so far. I so think far. that's going to change. And number and, one? And at number one, I have the Cubs. The Cubs? They've won... Okay, they, they have, have the best record losses. in baseball right now, Also, I, I just have to... Um, I can back... I Actually, is this going against you, Noah? Um, Noah's favorite player is Ben Zobrist. No. No, it's not. One of yours. Used to be his favorite player. Used and to. And Zobris is kind of old and um, doesn't play for the Rays And anymore. then my, if I had to have a six, I have the Minnesota Twins at six. Really? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I would. I mean, you guys saw that home run the other night, right? From Juan Soto? Yes. That, that was, was a monster. 466 feet. That's, that's, that's his second home run. That's gone over 460 feet this season. That's crazy. He hit one that was 463 earlier in the season. Yeah. And this home run was an absolute monster. It almost got out of City Park. And that <laughs> is one of the deepest stadiums in the league. It almost went over the wall and into the street. Wait. That is... It's... it's. I don't understand how somebody does that with a bat. It with just, a wooden bat. With a wooden bat. If he had a metal bat, that was it going That was going 500. <laughs> um... um Wait, can I also say something about the Rays before that? Okay, go ahead. 
Um, you know how the right field for the Boston Red Sox is one of the deepest? Mm-hmm. Well, they hit like two home runs. They had like runs three last home night. runs last night into the. Yeah, right three field. home runs in three innings. Uh huh. That was crazy. That was a good game. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We also forgot to talk about the Lightning, who went five overtimes in one, the fourth longest game in Stanley Cup history. Wait, no. First? No, not the longest. Longest. Well, that's the longest for them. Yes. Franchise history, history, longest game. Ever. And they okay. won it by knocking the puck off of the guy's face. <laughs> that must hurt so much. Um, so now I'm going to go football. Starting at 5, I have San Francisco. San 49ers? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Wait, no, in your power 5, I forgot to say something. What happened to the LA Dodgers? Yeah. The Dodgers are number, An- they're number 7. Angels? Angels aren't on there. I'm not even going to look at you. Alright, keep going. Okay. For number four in the NFL, I have Baltimore. Okay, keep going. Number three, I have the Seahawks. Okay. Number two are the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course. And number one... It are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Woohoo! I'm pumping my fists and you guys can't see me because this is a podcast. Alright. What's next? My number six, if I had to have one, was New England. <laughs> no. Too low. I mean, too, wait, no, too high. Too high they should yeah. be way lower. Um, I think it's like the Tennessee Titans. They're only going to get into the playoffs by cheating. The Tennessee Titans or New Orleans Saints. Okay, now I'm going to go NBA. Number one, Milwaukee. What? Yeah, Giannis. Steph, spin, three-point line, dunk. Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And now I go, surprisingly, I go um, the Lakers. That's not surprising. It's LeBron James. It's well, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Who could go wrong? You could just say LeBron James, and it would still be correct. <laughs> doesn't even um, need Anthony Davis. Then Toronto. Toronto. That's kind of a surprise. That is. They've, well, they were good without Kawhi. They probably could have won a championship without Kawhi. That's true. But, I mean, it's still, it's just a, it's just a shock to hear Toronto that high without Putting the Kawhi. LA Clippers first. No, I don't. Paul George is not good in the playoffs. They're, no, they're the number two seed in the West. And then at number four, I'm gonna go with the Houston with the Houston Rockets. Okay, that works for me. That works for me. Then number five, the OKC Thunder. Where are the Miami Heat though? The Where? Miami Heat are at number six. Where are oh. the LA Clippers? I, I, I agree with Noah, though. I don't think I think the Clippers are a little bit overrated. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, Kawhi yes. Leonard's very good, but Paul George can't play in the playoffs, and neither can Patrick Beverly. Their standings, true. yes, they're high, but... I think the Clippers are going to get put away by Portland. That would be mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh-huh. Even though the Portland Trailblazers are going to lose to the Lakers in the first round, and it's going to be very sad. <laughs> okay. Sadly. Now I think that we have to draw Madden ratings. 94 down to 90. Okay. Starting with Lamar Jackson. Wait, wait what? He's 94. at 94? Uh-huh. Um, I put him at 97. 
because last year they started Patrick Mahomes at 97, and that's kind of okay, especially for a second year. So. Lamar Jackson's going into his fourth year, though, right? Yeah, he, oh, sh- it's his, he should be in 99, honestly. Is this his third or his fourth year? I can't remember. Third. It's third. third. But that was Patrick Mahomes' third year last right. year, so. Okay, Also, um, he broke the rushing record for Michael Vick, right? The single season rushing record for a quarterback, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think he should be 99. I, I don't think he's that high yet. No. Maybe like, next you, year. You have to test it. Like, you have to keep him at a... 97? You don't, like, you don't jump Mahomes. that far. Uh-huh. But with Tom yes, Brady, you jump that far. No. Wrong. Okay, next. Quentin Nelson. I was gonna... he, he's a 94? No, 97. Uh, I think he's okay at 94. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. Isn't this only his second year? This is his, his third. third year. Um, I, I don't think he's a 97. I'm going to go Amari Cooper. He's a 93. 95. His stats were better than Tariq Hill, and Tariq Hill was a 95. Yeah, but Tariq Hill has to actually compete on his team for targets. He's on the same team as Nicole Hardman and Sammy Watkins. And Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey. And Demarcus Robinson. So... And he also was competing with catches for from running backs like Daniel yeah. Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just don't. Amari Cooper is just competing with Ezekiel Elliott and Michael Gallup. There's nobody else on the team. And that Dak is competing Prescott. With. He's competing with his He's own not, quarterback. Yes, that's true. Because Michael Dak Prescott is trash. He doesn't know what he's doing. Trash. And then at 93, Derrick Henry. I, I have nothing to say. It's Derrick Henry. He needs to be a 95. The running backs are not high enough this year. Yeah, the running backs are kind of underrated. They have CMC, and then it's just Derrick Henry. And then it's Nick Chubb. Yeah, okay. and then it's Saquon Barkley. Finally. <laughs> okay, Breeze, he's, he is in a 92. Well, he's, he's old, and I think that he just hit his mark where he's not going to have a lot of more good seasons. So I have an a ad- lot of more good seasons. <laughs> That's going to be a new I thing an- now. Oh my god, I'm like Stu got some damn order card. Um, <laughs> uh, I put him at 89. Okay. I'm okay with that. Switching. Miles Garrett. I have him at 89. 89. 89? Uh. I don't like that at all. I disagree with you. Like a fundamentally. lot. Fundamentally. I disagree with you like a lot. He only had 10 sacks last year, but... That's 10 sacks. He had like 23 tackles. Okay, that's not really helping my case either. <laughs> 23 tackles? I mean, he didn't play much last year. He didn't play a whole lot last year because remember he hit... Mm, what's his he face? Sit- Mason Rudolph in the head with a helmet. That was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> that was really funny. Um... Like, he just took his helmet off and just bang. Right. It, it looked like Mason Rudolph, it, it looked like his brain was moving, and then it started moving his head. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, next I have Devin McCourty. He is a 90, I think, or it's 91. I have him at 85. Right. Okay. 85? I think it's an 87. Jamal Adams. I think it's an 87. 
Jamal Adams is a 90. Or 90? He's 90 or it's a 91. Still, he, in my opinion, he is the greatest safety that I have seen since Troy Polamalu and Brian Dawkins. Um, and Ed Reed. You forgot about Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Could I, could I disagree with that? <laughs> you disagree with that? Yeah. Oof. By all means. Lead take the, the <laughs> Take the bad take. <laughs> Earl Thomas. Mm. No. no. No, not good enough. No. no. Earl Thomas was... He might... He's a, he's a borderline Hall of Famer. And all of those guys were first ballot, I think. Troy Palomalo and Ed Reed and Brian Dawkins. Yeah, yeah. they're all, all first, first ballot. ballot. Yeah. Um, Mike Evans. I have nothing to say about I that. I think... He's a 98. He's my favorite Period. player, and he's the second best receiver in the entire league behind Michael Thomas. I mean, uh, there's there's not a whole lot to say to this. He's the best receiver at the sideline. He's been the most consistent wide receiver in his first six years since Randy Moss. Six straight 1,000-yard seasons, and they give him a 92. I just, I have no words. He more receiving yards than Michael Thomas, right? No. No? That's not true. Same. But still, he's so oh. consistent, and he's, what? wait, 92? Huh? Worser yeah. than Amari Cooper? Worser. Yes, Worser. yes that's another Worser. thing. Worser. <laughs> yeah, how does Amari Cooper rank higher than Mike Evans? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Sure, yeah, Amari Cooper did set a record in a 40-yard scar- scar- dash. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I don't John think Ross. he did. That was, John Ross holds the record, I think. Who knows? Or if you believe Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson holds the record with a 4.1. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I think he's lying about that. Um... Richard Sherman, old, 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 old. He's growing gray hairs. Adam Vinatieri. Just because he's growing gray hairs doesn't mean he can't be good still. I mean, not fast. He, he's lost his speed. He's lost his pump that he had with the Seahawks. Okay, whatever. Okay, wait. Um, what was that? I, I'm trying to remember something. Remember when they were playing against the 49ers? Yeah. In the, in Don't the put media. me on a sorry receiver like that. Don't put me on a sorry receiver like that. That's what you get. That's what you. That's what you get. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, that's when Skittles now I'm gonna was go. good. Joey Bosa, he hasn't developed yet. Yes, he has. Well, he's not he's developed, developed to he's, a. He's had like two good years. He's had like two good years. That's it. He, right now, he's an eighty-nine, according to me. Man, Joey Bosa had more sacks than. He had more sacks than, uh, what's his name last year? And 67 tackles. Oh, no. More sacks than who? He had more sacks than Miles Garrett last year. Oh. oh. Well, that's, that's a stat that I haven't heard. So. OBJ. Yeah, he's kind of he, still overrated. He's, he got popular from one catch. One. Actually he's still a, a thousand-yard receiver. A few. In but all he's actually a few catches. Yeah, there were more. There were more than that one catch that season. But it was like, there were like ten. I may. What I say is he he's may, an eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. I think he's a ninety plus still. Ninety plus, like still ninety-one. Plus. He's still very solid, and he's got a few good years left in him, like yeah. that, like Big Ben. Um, Saquon. Ninety-one. Silence. Silence for Saquon. He is a 98 or 99. No, not 98. I know he's my favorite running back, but not 98. 95. 
No, if he's 99, then you're saying he's as good as CMC. He is. He just doesn't have anyone surrounding him on offense. That's true. He doesn't have a good quarterback. He never has. With CMC, there was other stuff. Okay, Aaron Jones, touchdown after touchdown after touchdown every single game. He's a 94. Didn't he have 20 total touchdowns last yeah. year? Am I remembering that? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Levante David, 98. His stats are above Bobby Wagner. Okay, so I have a comparison pulled up for Levante David, Luke Keekley, and Bobby Wagner. Okay. From 2012 to 2019. They were all drafted in 2012. Okay. And Luke Keekley retired after 2019. Mm-hmm. So for Levante David and Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner from 2012 to 2019, Levante David has the most solo tackles with 724. Luke Keekley, most- to compare, has six, 690. Bobby Wagner has 645. Wow. Yet this he, guy... He also has the most games out of all of them. Bobby Wagner does have the most quarterback hits. Le- Le- Levante David is second. Levante David has the most tackles for loss with 116. And Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner are both under 70, 76. Oh my god. Levante David has 22 and a half sacks. Bobby Wagner has 19 and a half and Luke Keekley has 12 and a half. God, I'm gonna walk Levante out. David has 21 forced fumbles. To Luke Keekley seven and Bobby Wagner's five. Oh my God, I'm gonna Peace walk out. out of the room. Peace I'm out. out of the room. For fumble recoveries. Ladies first. <laughs> for fumble recoveries, Levante David has fourteen, and Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner each have nine. Oh, oh my God. Luke Keekley does have more interceptions though with eighteen, but Levante David has the most interceptions returned for touchdowns with two. This is fundamentally not right. That Levante David is so undervalued. He might be the greatest linebacker of this decade. Mm, Arguably. There's Brian Urlacher and Ray Lewis. Well, if you're not looking at their careers, if you're just looking at how they performed in this decade, Levante David might be your guy. Mm -hmm, I don't know how he doesn't make the all-decade team. Honestly, he's so... I, I have to go take a walk. Take a walk. Let's take a break. Okay, we're back. We've all taken a deep breath. We're all okay now. We've all imagined that Levante David is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Everybody's going to appreciate their career like they should. Okay? okay. To finish out the show, I know I gave you my top 10 fantasy players last week, but this week I'm going to give you my actual top 10 and explain them. So number one, I have Christian McCaffrey. He ran for a thousand yards last season and also caught for a thousand yards. Is that a record or not? I don't. Th- I don't think. No. He's, I don't think he's the first, because I think James Wilder did that with the Bucks yeah, one year. Yeah, Wilder. Mm-hmm, that's true. My second player is Michael Thomas. He set an NFL record last season, I believe, for the most single season catches. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you can keep that volume the volume that's what i'm looking for if you can keep the volume up he should be the second best player in fantasy now i have saquon barkley i think we've talked enough on the show today about jedrick wills and how absolutely massive he is and how positive this offseason has been for the new york giants and how saquon barkley is the third best player in the league Mm mm-hmm 
So now we have Alvin Kamara. Last this weekend, I mean this week, we learned that Alvin Kamara last year was playing with a torn uh, MCL, and he still did. He still performed top ten. That's just absolutely amazing to me, and that's why I have him fourth. Dalvin Cook. Last year was his first year that he was healthy for the entire season, and he was amazing. And although he is in the middle of a contractual dispute, I still think he's that good. If if he comes up on your fantasy board and you're picking fifth or sixth, you might want to consider him, especially if the contractual dispute is over. And then sixth, I believe I have Devontae Adams is extremely skilled, and there's no other wide receivers on the team to compete with him for touches. And that's why he's the second best receiver. Seventh, I have Ezekiel Elliott. I think he takes a step back this year. He's still very, very good. I just don't think he's as good as he was last year, partially because Dak Prescott is garbage. And Michael Gallup will take a step forward. He's not this high on the list. I'm just saying that Michael Gallup is the reason that Ezekiel Elliott will not be this good, as good as he was last season. Also, a new coach means a slightly different playbook. And I, if I remember correctly, McCarthy is not a huge runner. He's more of a running gun kind of guy, I remember, with Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he was Aaron Rodgers' coach when he won the Super Bowl and an MVP trophy. So... Why didn't they keep him that year? Who? The coach? Or? The coach. Because they went like 8-8, eight and eight, and that's not acceptable when you have a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback on your team. That's true. If Bill Belichick went 8-8, eight and eight, though, you'd still keep him because he's on the Super Bowl the next year. <laughs> yeah. And then, so Julio Jones is number 9, and that's simply because he's a, Julio he's Jones. a beast. Um, he's, he's just, he's good. <laughs> He's just and Matt Ryan is also good. He's in his prime. They're both in right. their prime. They're both in their prime, really. Well, Matt, mm, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is a little old now. But Julio Jones is, I think, only going to get better. And then to round out the top ten, we have Austin Eckler. This might be a surprise. but Austin but Eckler. You disagree? So, no, I don't. Okay, good. Because I had him on my fantasy team, and last year he was the second running back up until Melvin Gordon came back. Right. Melvin Gordon was consistently a top running back in fantasy. Until when last he, year. <laughs> until last year when he decided to hold out into the season. Austin Eckler started for him. And Austin Eckler was amazing. He's a very similar player to Christian McCaffrey. Where he can catch very well and he can run very well. Actually, I think he's Saquon. More Saquon to you? Mm, yeah. Well, they're all kind of the same kind of Running football player. Except for like McCaffrey Saquon. and Barkley and Kamara and Eckler and Drake are really all the same running back, just packaged a little bit differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell and Chris Carson, and Nick Chubb, and Aaron Jones, Derek Henry. and Joe Mixon, and they're all also the same. Now, and then you have guys like Derrick Henry, who's kind of a little bit different, Power where he's more powerful than Ezekiel Elliott, and then you have Josh Jacobs, who is just a complete mystery, he just does, he, he just does, he, needs to. he, he just, just does. On the five-yard line, they just run it with Josh Jacobs, 
Because they don't well, know yeah. what... They, yeah. they know that he's a... He's still a mystery produce. to me. Alright, well, that's going to end the podcast for us today. I guess we'll see you next episode. <laughs>